fun things to do and see And all that's on the scene From festivals to museums Knott's Berry Farm or Disneyland You can bet that Nick knows what's around So Cal this weekend is hopping With Nick Pagliocchini So tell us what's doing What should we go do and see This weekend is jumping With Nick Pagliocchini For now there is no plan So Nick, tell us all you can Hey, what's up? It's Nick Pagliocchini. It is Thursday, January 18th, 2024. Welcome to episode three, season two of This Week I'm with Nick Pagliocchini, now a podcast available wherever you consume your podcast, whatever platform that may be from. Last week talked about a lot of things and really was able to get into uh, a lot of the nitty gritty and trying to kind of find what the podcast this weekend with Nick is going to be like moving forward. So I was able to talk to some movers and shakers in and around the Southland and all also experience a handful of events and share those with you uh, last week. So if you have not caught episode two of This Weekend with Nick Pagliocchini, uh, episode two, Historic Theater, Stand-Up Comedy, and The Matterhorn, yes, all three of those are covered last episode. But this episode, I want to jump right into something that's very interesting, very near and dear to my heart, and begins this weekend and runs through pretty much the vast majority of January. Now, if you're familiar with uh, my love of the Walt Disney Company and all things Disney, you'll also know... Well, maybe you don't know directly, but uh, many times on KFI and Coast 103.5 in L.A., I've talked about um, all the different things that are within the Walt Disney Company branding. And back in 2017, they actually began the acquisition of 21st Century Fox. Uh, So that was December 2017 and quite the Christmas present that uh, was opened by the Walt Disney Company as that acquisition was completed a few years later in March of 2019. And that acquisition included 20th Century Fox, FX, and Fox. Fox Networks Group. Why does that matter to you? Well, that means that a vast majority of animated products under the uh, Fox branding, as well as live action things, became part of the Disney canon. And that is including The Simpsons. So The Simpsons movie can be viewed beginning tomorrow, January 19, 2024, at the El Capitan Theater in Hollywood, which usually exclusively um, presents Disney products. And that is exactly what's going to be happening for you to be able to enjoy beginning uh, January 19th through January 25th. Showtimes are Monday through Thursday from 1, uh, well, at 1, 4, and 7. So Monday through Thursday, outside of this weekend. But anyway, Monday through Thursday, 1, 4, and 7 uh, are the three times you can see the Simpson movie. Also, Friday uh, through Sunday, so this weekend with Nick related, 10 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m., and 7 p.m., So uh, you have four opportunities Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to catch the Simpsons movie at the El Capitan Theater in Hollywood, and it's only $12. So it's a real steal, but it's so unique because this is not the first time that you'll be seeing a Fox product in a Disney 
location, but this may be one of the more uh, well-known theaters, at least in Hollywood, that you can visit easily for a reasonable price comparatively. And obviously, The Simpsons movie came out many years ago. In fact, uh, after Homer accidentally pollutes the town's water supply, Springfield is encased in a gigantic dome by the EPA and the Simpsons family are declared fugitives. That's kind of like the, the lowdown of it on it. Now, what's really cool is that Matt Groening, the uh, creator of The Simpsons, does a special intro for this presentation. So it is very exciting if you've never been to a Capitan Theater in Hollywood. It is across the street from uh, what's now Ovation Hollywood. I've talked about that several times here, in fact, including when I was talking about um, the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel, which is across from Ovation Hollywood, and also in the same area, the Dolby Theater, so where the uh, Academy Awards are held each year. So a lot of things you can do in and around there on the weekends, but this is a great opportunity for you to get out and enjoy something a little bit different. Now, not straying too far from the Walt Disney name, but definitely a very different situation. So if you have never attended a performance at the Walt Disney Concert Hall in downtown L.A., it is a beautiful structure that was created by Frank Gehry, uh, an amazing architect, and really gave a beautiful uh, structure to the iconography, uh, iconography, if you will, of Los Angeles. But this weekend is going to be a very interesting experience. And I say that because uh, there's going to be a celebration of Frank Gehry specifically for you. Uh, Gustavo Dudamel, who is the conductor of the L.A. Philharmonic, leads Das Rheingold, which is uh, a landmark production of Wagner's tale featuring God's gold and grandiose music. So that's available tonight at 8 o'clock, and there are still tickets available. Also, Saturday the 20th and Sunday the 21st, Saturday at 8 p.m. and Sunday matinee performance at 2 p.m. So let me give you some words directly from Gustavo Dudamel. Music after Wagner was never the same. Wagner's operas pushed music to its physical and emotional limits, paving the way not just for composers like Mahler and Richard Strauss, but for everything from Star Wars to Metallica. Now, that is quite a statement. For the first time, Dudamel helms a fully staged production of one part of Wagner's Ring Cycle, uh, navigating the epic naturalism, endless melodies, and gripping harmonies. The mythical world of Das Rheingold springs forth from Walt Disney Concert Hall with the help of the ever-innovative Frank Geary, direction by Alberto, uh, Alberto Arvello and costumes by Cindy Figueroa. It's a pretty all, uh, pretty much all-star cast that's going to be performing this. And what's wild to me is it's a two-and-a-half-hour performance with no intermission, no late seating, and no re-entry. So it's pretty wild. Um, this is something that you can check out. It's very unique and very special, very, very different, and very lengthy. Uh, so you can get information about how to pick up tickets at thisweekendwithnick.com, Nick Pagliocchini, or uh, This Weekend with Nick on Instagram. All those link in bio for the Instagram uh, and social media portions of it. But it seems like it will be really, really impressive, and especially because it's a really lengthy and involved presentation with quite the all-star cast of characters, if you will, that will be bringing this to the stage um, under the direction, again, of the L.A. Philharmonics conductor, Gustavo Dudamel. Now, not to be partial, but if you're familiar with me, you know my birthday is Halloween, October 31st, and I enjoy all things that go bump in the night. In fact, I really do uh, pour myself into a lot of things that are haunt-related and historically unique and special in the paranormal world. In fact, I was lucky enough to voice and uh, conduct the 50th anniversary 
uh, podcast for Not Scary Farm for their 50th anniversary celebration. You can check that out uh, this weekend with Nick and be able to experience that uh, anytime you'd like. Uh, but also, um, this weekend is going to be the beginning of uh, three different nights that you can visit the Kellogg House in uh, Santa Ana at the Heritage Museum of Orange County. The Kellogg House Ghost Tours will be underway, and it's tales of ghosts and legends of the historic Kellogg House that's located on the beautiful grounds of the Heritage Museum of Orange County. Now, you can explore the unexplained phenomena at the Kellogg House in Santa Ana in 1896. Hiram Clay Kellogg built one of the first neoclassical Victorian homes in Orange County. After his first wife died, he built a mansion as a gift to his second wife, Helen. His obsession with tall ships led him to design a third, a three-story spiral staircase arranged around a central mass with a bottomless crow's nest. In 1921, uh, Hiram died in the house, but Helen lived another 42 years before she died in the very same home. Presently, certain unexplained phenomena indicate that the ghosts of the Kellogg family may be actively haunting the uniquely designed mansion. So there's a couple of tours that are coming up in the near future and a good friend of the show and a good friend of KFI. And also, if you know Dean Sharp, the House Whisperer, his sister Darcy Stanforth is an incredible uh, historian with so much knowledge and background. And she'll actually be leading tours uh, this Saturday, January 20th, also Friday, February 23rd, which I'll be there. So if you happen to sign up with that one, you will get to see me in person. And also a special Leap Day tour on Thursday, February 29th. Tickets are available at hauntedoc.com. And not straying too far away in Orange County from Santa Ana and the Kellogg House and the Heritage Museum of Orange County, but a little bit further north and not too far from the mouse or even, uh, well, Snoopy and his friends in Anaheim. I was able to experience last night uh, a really fun and unique immersive experience that begins tomorrow night, Friday the 19th of January and runs until I believe it's February 18th, but definitely through Valentine's Day. And this is a fun, unique and special addition to the landscape, if you will. It's something that started out or has its origins in, well, my favorite time of the year, Halloween, when it was a one-night-only event that took over a space, a business, and a home in Orange County in Anaheim. And it transitioned into a handful of nights in October when it would be decked out in its uh, Halloween and haunted best. And then last holiday season, it took on a bit of a Grinchy overview as it became an experience for the holiday season for the first time where you were able to actually visit the uh, Grinch and uh, get a whole new perspective on that story. But what you can experience now in 2024 is a first of its kind, at least for uh, Nick Mendoza the third of the proprietor of this event that is happening in Anaheim. I was able to sit down with him, catch up with him, walk through the whole experience and get a oversight of this fun experience with one of the world's most famous little kitty cats and all of her friends. It's the Valentine Hello Kitty Cove and you can experience it here, but I'm going to let you get to know Nick a little bit better. Uh, well, let's see. So I have been living here in Anaheim since 2016. I served in the Navy for 10 years. And, wow, okay. And moved here to Anaheim after I got out. Where were you stationed when uh, you were in the Navy? 
Gosh, I was in Japan. I was okay. in Germany, Spain. My last duty station was in Tampa, Florida. Okay. Well, welcome back. Thank you for coming back to this coast and not yeah, staying there. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That. Of course. Okay, so, by the way, let's take it away. <laughs> uh, so, we moved here, and um, I've always been passionate about building haunted houses. So, that's what I started with here during Halloween. I would build random haunted houses. Which is totally amazing. Because <laughs> if you know me, and you've gotten to know me a little bit, but if you know me, you know that I love Halloween. My birthday's Halloween. So oh, is it really? It really is. So, oh, the haunted cool. community yeah, has yeah, been yeah. a big part. I just did the 50th anniversary podcast for Not Scary Farm for them. So, it's a big thing for me. So, yeah. maybe that's when I finally you came on my radar. Are initially, but maybe, yeah, so maybe. back to your haunts. You yeah. started doing that here randomly. So yeah, we 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 would have a haunted house on Halloween night, and that it would just be just on one that night, night only. Yeah, it was okay. just be on Got that it. night. And so last year we decided, why don't we expand the days, the weekends, and have the haunted house, uh, you know, prior to Halloween? And we did, and we had social media influencers come out, and like we had hundreds of people coming each weekend to check out the haunted house and i didn't know what to expect or right <laughs> no but I think, but that's it so you went from a one night only event to a handful more nights and that was in 2023 correct that was in 2023 but then even and i think you're getting to that right now right then you transitioned to something for the very first time as so well yeah we wanted to year. do we wanted to do something different to see if we can captivate an audience for the holiday time so yeah. we decided to do a Grinchmas house theme kind of like the haunted house but more of a photo op opportunity in front of the shop here uh and um we didn't know what to expect <laughs> the I get we, it. we opened it on black friday and um i had three employees running it i'm like i don't think we'll get more than 30 40 people that first night we had over 600 people <laughs> I think that's it. So I think, and that's obviously you came on my radar either through Halloween or through the Grinchmas house, yeah. which is absolutely epic. And I definitely am going to say, even though it's on a much smaller scale, you gave that park up in Hollywood a run for its money. So yeah. I was really, really impressive. And it, correct me if I'm wrong, but you may have played an integral role in that as well. Were you, did you play a certain character? At some uh, point, maybe a few nights? Just the first night when... So when, you originated the character <laughs> yeah. of... The, the Grinch. Grinch. <laughs> which is amazing. And I'm not kidding. Look him up on, and I'll give you all the socials at the end, but look up all the things that have happened here previously. It's truly, truly impressive. So <laughs> you did the Grinchmas house, and that went well. So 600 guests on the first night. Yeah, the first night. And, and then the whole run of the event, how many? So, yeah, we started it on Black Friday, and we ran it all the way through December 30th as the last night. And we had over 6,000 people come from all over, from Washington, Oregon, Northern California, Nevada. Like, <laughs> Which is truly, in and of itself, such a testament to your hard work and dedication, but how unique and special this is, because it's done in and around a residential area. It's done in an area that's very specific to, you know, there's mostly homes and a couple of bars and restaurants down the street. So uh, during the holidays, you had right. how many homes that were decorated with Christmas lights, but this was so different and unique. Now, before we get into Hello Kitty and all this amazingness, yeah. what is usually here? That's not when you're not decorated. So out. when the show, <laughs> this is not Hello Kitty or a haunted house, this is actually my shop, which is also my home. So uh, there's a lot here. <laughs> like there, it, it's it, inside of it. It's so much. So yeah. So it's, 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 I started it as a bracelet house so that I own a company called Bands for Arms and we take donated military uniforms, turn them into bracelets, and then 50% of it goes back to military charities to support the troops. And so we started it as a bracelet house, but I needed 
to figure out how can I bring in more guests. So I incorporated Funko Pops into the shop and that drew in more of a crowd to come check out what we had in this store. So with that Bands for Arms was that original iteration, the Funko Pops, which there are so many and you'll be able to see them here soon. <laughs> um, you transition into coming into 2024 with a whole new iteration. So you decided to, after the Grinchmas success and the Halloween pre right of that, you decided to go full tilt Sanrio. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about that whole process and how that kind of came about. Uh, well, I, when, when we were in the middle of Grinchmas, I was like, why don't we try to do a pop-up for Valentine's Day? But I, I didn't know which character would work or what theme would go well. And so I don't know what, what it was that got me motivated to incorporate it around Hello Kitty. Maybe it was the hearts that Hello Kitty has around it's her easy. or whatever. Like, it, you can't beat that. Yeah. So I, I said, okay, let, let's do a Hello Kitty theme walkthrough and, and a meet and greet with Hello Kitty. <laughs> I think that's great. And now, not to pull back the curtain, but to give you a little insight. And if you check out the socials that we'll be talking about in just a moment, you can see the process a little bit behind the scenes, but you literally built this iteration of Hello Kitty yourself. Right, right, right. So not only will you be able to come and do that meet and greet with Hello Kitty here, but you'll actually be able to get a introduction to your talents as, you know, a costume fabricator. Yeah. Beyond the fact of the Grinchmas situation, now into Hello Kitty, and I've watched it, and from what you originally tried to where it is now, I've got to say, that's really, like, if uh, the mouse house down the street doesn't come a knock-in to help out with our <laughs> costuming department, I'd be genuinely shocked. <laughs> I mean, granted, I may be partial, but I'm just saying, it looks like it came out great. Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, yeah, yeah, I ordered a Hello Kitty costume back in December, and when it arrived, I was like, this does not look like Hello Kitty It at was all. very, yeah, it wasn't, <laughs> it was some form of Hello Kitty from an alternate universe. Yes. So we'll say that much. The Wish.com version. <laughs> yes, that is not wrong. And, uh, and while that was not terrible, Nick's version is far better, and again, I might be partial, you know, Nick to Nick, but... Um, talk about you going back to, you know, from leaving the military and then you now you're also an actor and a musician. So fill us in a little bit about your backstory that way as well, because you're not just, you know, a local <laughs> business owner, small business owner with really creative ideas, but you also have other pursuits and passions. Yes. So originally I am a film major and acting major. Uh, that I got the, the bite for acting when I was 17. I did a national McDonald's commercial okay. for that. And that got me into the SAG and um, joined the military. And then after the military, I wanted to go back into acting. Um, so I took acting courses and then um, I, I really wanted to study behind the camera work. So I dove into the film side of it okay. and dabbled into that and see what, what I'd like and what I didn't like. And then I went back into acting. <laughs> Which I think is great though. And then how did the musician part of it come so in? So I've play? always been a singer in high school. That's where it started. And now I'm a, a music singer here at my church. And um, yeah, it's just whatever gigs I can get. No, 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 but I think that's <laughs> no? amazing. That's totally amazing. So thank you for uh, giving me a little behind the scenes tour, giving us a little bit of a hot behind the scenes tour of this fantastic pop-up. What? After what I'm sure will be an incredible run with Hello Kitty, what are you thinking about, you know, give us a little bit of maybe what we could see later on and throughout the year, if there's any other overlays that you well, might Well, we, we are thinking about for Easter, like 
a hunting with Pokemon theme. Okay, that's very cool. You know. I love that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm all, there's a perfect opportunity there. I think that sounds great. Kind of like, uh, I don't know if I can pull off a Pikachu costume or uh, <laughs> I have very good faith having seen Grinch, having seen the Grinch, having seen Hello Kitty so far, you will very likely be able to do that. Maybe, maybe. I but think that's great. And then that, anything into the summer season that you even, I mean, um, you're way far out. We are thinking maybe around May the 4th, do a Star Wars theme and decorate the whole shop around that Star Wars. Sick. Very much so. Or in July, anime days. Yes, okay. <laughs> See, all these great. It's perfect. So. Oh. Will you be um, looking at other opportunities for partnerships or anything to that effect? Um, I really haven't thought about that. Okay. Honestly, like... I, I look know. at it more for like your band's, you know, what your original iteration was here. Right, and being right, able right. to give back to community. So if somebody, maybe the better question I should have is, if somebody were really excited and impassioned by what you put together here, would you be able to, you know... What would your words of encouragement be or maybe ideas that you could do? Yeah, I, I would definitely go out and if somebody was inspired by this and they wanted to do something, I would definitely, you know, invest my time and help them. Which yeah. is good. Now, what what have you encountered that has been a little bit more challenging? Obviously, the costuming has been unique, but anything who somebody else that was trying to do something like this, what were a couple of words of wisdom you might be able to give them? Um, definitely explore your options. Like, put all your ideas on the table like for this like i had so many ideas that i wanted to incorporate but i had to find a finite which ones i need to execute to make it work for a crowd that uh we're expecting of over i don't know the first night we're expecting over seven eight hundred people sure <laughs> so <laughs> i think it's amazing and i think it's a great addition to the anaheim landscape and being a part of things you can do this weekend and other days of the week, because what's the run that you'll be open for Valentine's? So, yes, it starts uh, this Friday, uh, January 19th, and we're going to run it through every weekend up until February 18th as the last okay. night. Which is great. And then what are the hours usually going to be? Uh, it'll start at 5 p.m. and we'll end at 9. So once it starts or once it opens, guests will line up at the beginning, um, They'll, they'll get a, a Valentine's Day card to hold on. Super cute. And yeah. we'll show you a little bit of that yeah. experience later. Yeah. So they'll, they'll get a Valentine's Day card and they'll hold on to that. And their job is to deliver it to the post office at the end. So they'll walk through this little maze that we created, uh, take their photos or whatnot, take the photos with Hello Kitty. And then at the end, they'll drop off that Valentine's Day card in the mailbox that they choose. They'll open it and there'll be a gift card in there for them to use to shop in the shop and drop off their Sometimes so cool. No, I think it's a really cool idea. I think it is 100% worth coming out to Anaheim and because I want people to experience things. And I think that sounds a lot like your life as well. You want people to not just have those fun, tangible memories of something they bought maybe at your shop, mm -hmm. but they also have that entire experience, that immersive existence behind that purchase and or whatever it might right, be right, right, right. that really kind of nails it home and makes that a memory-making situation, not just a really cool purchase. Right, right, right. It's like these setups and whatnot, that these are, ever since I was a kid, I've always wanted to entertain people, whether it'd be my little brother or right. friends coming through and I would always like create these like miniature scenes for them to walk through and it's just it's it's fun watching people smile and, and enjoy their time um, and then for this this is free for anybody that wants to come to it so 
I think that's one of those things. As we usually talk about on this week of a Nick Palio, can you free 99 to come in? <laughs> so that's a huge thing. Absolutely worth time coming down here, checking it out. Obviously, you may go home with five, 10, 15 Funko Pops, and I'm okay with that because if you've seen some of the backdrops from the studio, you know exactly what that looks like. So uh, final words, yeah. any words of wisdom or anything to share, and then definitely want to let us know how we can uh, come find you and where to find you on social yeah, media definitely. or anywhere else. Um, any last words? Uh, if you are that creative type, definitely, and if you have any questions, reach out to me. I'd, I'd love to help. Uh, if you have like a haunt set up or if you want to do like a little walkthrough like this for like a birthday party or whatnot, definitely do it. Like don't hold it, don't sure. contain it. Like explore it, your options and, and entertain the crowd that you're you're trying to appease. Um, uh, let's see, what else? Uh, you're good, social media. Social media, so on Instagram, Valentine's Kitty Cove at Valentine's Kitty Cove. You and can find uh, us through Kitty there. Kitty with a K and Cove with a K. Yes, yes, both with a K. Uh, we are on TikTok too. I believe it's the Valentine's Kitty Cove. Um, I, I we're not on Facebook. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's totally fine. I know the world is you know your oyster for social media outlets. Um, all of the uh, links will be available at this weekend with Nick Pagliocchini, um on Instagram. So this weekend with Nick or Nick Pagliocchini on Instagram. Or thisweekendwithnick.com. I'll have all the details how to find this place. Nick, it has been a true pleasure. Of course. Thank of course. you very much, sir. And I cannot wait to meet Hello Kitty here. Very yeah. Soon. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. You're welcome. Again, that was Nick Mendoza III in Anaheim, California at his Valentine's Kitty Cove celebrating Hello Kitty at the Bands for Arms shop. And that's in Anaheim. You can check them out on social media, Valentine's Kitty Cove. I know Nick gave it there, but just giving it again. Valentine's Kitty Cove and Kitty and Cove both have Ks. Nick Pagliocchini, this week I'm with Nick on Instagram. I will have links to the information for you there. Also, this week I'm with Nick.com. You can check out the show notes and be able to get a little bit more detail starts tomorrow night friday january 19th 5 to 9 p.m uh we'll be running until well it looks like it pretty much runs the 19th 20th 21st 26th 27th and 28th of january and then into february 2nd 3rd 4th 9th 10th 11th 14th for Valentine's Day, 16th, 17th, and 18th. So again, get all the details. Uh, you don't need to jot them down now, but get the details at Nick Pagliocchini this weekend with Nick or Valentine's Kitty Cove, all three of those on Instagram, or you can check out the show notes at thisweekendwithnick.com. And now it is that time for... Nick Pagliocchini. Let's go Nick is on to tell you Alrighty, so it is uh, This Weekend with Nick, the podcast. It is Last Call, things that are only happening this weekend or free 99. So uh, really light on the Inland Empire. And this is the most important part because This Weekend with Nick Pagliocchini, the podcast, is really about you, the listener, and being able to uh, feature things that are happening in your neck of the woods, in the Southland the LA area, the Orange County area, Inland Empire, Riverside and San Bernardino County, 
Coachella Valley, something in Ventura, something in San Diego, even things that are out of the area, maybe are happening in Baja, California or in Las Vegas, something that's happening over the border into Arizona. Whatever the case may be, slide into the DMs at This Weekend with Nick or Nick Pagliocchini on Instagram. Also reach out through thisweekendwithnick.com. Really want to know what's going on in your neck of the woods because I don't want to leave out places that have things that are going on, especially last call and free 99 because this is a great opportunity to feature things that are happening in your backyard, but are also available and approachable for everyone and really worth the visit for you to enjoy. So jumping into it, Zombie Joe's Underground Theater Group is presenting their annual Hot and Tasty Festival of Spanking New Mini Plays, written, directed, and performed in a speedy two days. That's right, 50-hour drive-by theater festival taking place this Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, so January 20th, 21st, and 22nd at 8.30 p.m. all three of those days at the uh, ZJU, so Zombie Joe's Underground Theater Group at 4850 Lancashire Boulevard, North Hollywood, uh, California 91601. The details for you to make it easy, zombiejoes.com, or you can check out Nick Pagliocchini this weekend with Nick. You know the drill of where to find the details, link in bio, or uh, thisweekendwithnick.com. But this is $20 in advance tickets at zombiejoes.ticks.com, $25 at the door, and it's going to be a presentation of some really different spine chilling experiences don't want to pull uh, give you away too much if you're interested you can always check out zombie joes on instagram and twitter or x and get a little bit of a preview of what is coming up also you can get details of things that are coming in fact i'm really excited for dark dark ride ride which is coming next month to uh, zombie joes underground theater group an exhilarating joy ride through hell so <laughs> you know me i love the things that are spooky ooky and go bump in the night also the halloween related things so uh transitioning away from that and moving on to something that is a little bit more approachable by uh, all ages and available just this weekend so if you're not familiar with the moonlight a rollerway in Glendale. It's a building that houses, well, it was built in the 1940s and was used to make airplane parts for the Great War. And in February of 1956, it opened as Harry's Roller Rink. The skating floor is the original two and a quarter inch maple flooring with no nails, all tongue and groove. And it's really, really impressive if you've not been there. Uh, the current owner, um, he became an employee in the late 1960s and has been playing the organ there ever since. He became the owner in 85 and maintained the architecture and ambiance to replicate that era. Moonlight Rollerway has been featured in multiple television shows, motion pictures, and music videos. So that's why I say you should visit, visit it anytime because it really is a slice of nostalgia out of nowhere. But what is happening tomorrow night, Friday the 19th of January, is going to be David Bowie Skate Night, all ages from 8 to 11 p.m. Uh, the admission is 20 $20 GA and again 8 to 11 p.m. going on the Moonlight Roller Away. It's a lot of fun. This is a unique experience that happens only once a year. And again, it's going to be tomorrow night, the 19th. Heading over to Pasadena, something that's going to be more so this week with Nick rather than this weekend with Nick is going to be Cheeseburger Week. So uh, Cheeseburger Week in the city of Pasadena runs from uh, the 21st through the 27th. And Pasadena dines in honor of Lionel Steinberger, the culinary genius uh, who is the person that was first, well, first put cheeseburger on a hamburger, or cheese on a hamburger to make a hamburger and served it at the right spot in Pasadena in 1924. The original right spot was at 1500 West Colorado 
uh, at Avenue 64 in Pasadena. His aristocratic burger, as it was known, was an instant culinary hit. So they're actually going to be celebrating that all throughout um, Pasadena pretty much next week. So I'll put the details about this really unique experience because you can actually get a cheeseburger passport, visit multiple dining locations and special events around the city of Pasadena. Uh, looks like even a few hotel properties are getting in on the action. So uh, really fun and special. Uh, looks like Lucky Baldwin's, which is one of my favorite places, will have some special deals for you right on Colorado Boulevard. Uh, the Great Maple also will have some specially crafted burgers. Pie and Burger, that is an institution if you have not tried it out. It is well worth it. Again, check out Nick Pagliokini this weekend with Nick on Instagram or thisweekendwithnick.com for the show notes to be able to learn a little bit more about a Cheeseburger Week that's going on in Pasadena. Now, not too far away in Glendale. Uh, it's going to be, uh, well, it is the All-American Collectors Show. And the uh, Glendale All-Americans Collectors Show has been co- been around for 40 years, features over 100 dealers from throughout the United States, offering um, sale of the best vintage toys, advertising, coin-op dolls, Brianna, uh, which I guess would be related to breweries and uh, beer uh, enthusiasts, signs, comic books, paper, uh, you name it. Very, very cool vintage things. A lot of Disney things show up there. A lot of Hollywood memorabilia, Star Wars. Um, if you're into old gas station stuff, they have really cool things like that. Anyway, it is uh, this weekend only, and it is Friday, so tomorrow, the 19th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. is a preview, and that is the priciest event uh, for $40. But that gets you in with the cream of the crop, a pick of the litter, and this is all happening at the Glendale Civic Auditorium, 1401 Verdugo Road, Glendale, California, 912. Uh, Saturday, it's a lot more reasonably priced, but all of the good things, quote unquote, may be gone. But that'll be from 10 until uh, 4, 10 a.m. until 4 p.m., 10 bucks at the door. And that is going to be Saturday the 20th that you can check that out. Now, heading over to Orange County for uh, the 2024-2024 Women's Surf Film Festival and Sip and Shop Makers Market. That will be happening uh, for you at, well, the Surf Heritage and Cultural Center in San Clemente at 110 at Calle Iglesia, um, Cal- San Clemente, California, 92672. Anyway, this is happening on Saturday from noon until 5 p.m. And you'll be able to attend this event for $50. It's an annual fundraiser for the Women's Surf Film Festival, which features women, uh, female or women surf filmmakers from around the globe. And that's the most important thing. This year, they'll be featuring With the uh, Tide by Chelsea Jolly and Yama by uh, Maddie Meddings and Lucy Small, and don't miss out on the ever-popular Sip and Shop. So it's a specially curated surf, beach, coastal, maker's market. You know I love talking about maker's markets because even though they cost a few more bucks for the items that are available at them, this is going on in your own backyard, and this is supporting your neighbors. So really a great opportunity for you to do that. Again, that is going to be the Women's Surf Film Festival happening on Saturday uh, in San Clemente, that's this Saturday, the 20th, uh, happening the sip and shop portions from noon until 5, and the film festival takes place from 1 until 4. Also, if you're in Orange County looking to get a little dirty, if you will, and I thought it was just this weekend, so this may not quite qualify for last call uh, because it's actually the next three weekends happening at the uh, Angel Stadium of Anaheim. Monster Jam will be underway on Saturday the 20th and Sunday the 21st, Saturday at 6.30 p.m., 2.30 p.m., so kind of the matinee price or time on Sunday, and then Saturday the 3rd of February and Sunday the 4th of February. So 
um, yeah, not the last weekend of this month, but it does pick up the weekend before Valentine's Day and then also the weekend after Valentine's Day, the 17th and 18th. And uh, you can get all the details about Monster Jam. It's about two and a half hours with a 15-minute admission of uh, intermission for construction trucks to smooth the dirt arena and move the crash crushed cars. So, yeah, I... Monster Jam is something that I see that people are hugely excited about and love whenever it comes to um, Angel Stadium in Anaheim or anywhere else throughout the Southland. But it's a lot of fun. It's a real mess. And it is very, if you remember Home Improvement and Tim the Toolman Taylor or Tim Allen. uh, Yeah, this really kind of for me is a throwback to that. Not too far away from that, though, is an event that's free 99 for you at the Anaheim Garden Walk. It's uh, the Winter Joy Fest Creative Market uh, for Southern California. Live music. I think this is the coolest sounding part. Slime Table. Don't know exactly what that is, but I anticipate knowing my nieces who absolutely love slime. Uh, it's probably going to be some kind of like a water table situation. Anyway, it's family friendly. It's pet friendly. There'll be Winter Wonderland photo booths. It's happening tomorrow, the 19th, Saturday, the 20th, and Sunday, the 21st. Uh, tomorrow night from 5 to 9 on Saturday and Sunday from 2 until 9 p.m. And that's all happening at the STC Garden Walk. 400 West Disney Way in Anaheim. Again, that is last call just this weekend. 30 plus vendors, live music, kids crafts, that slime table, face painting, you name it, it's going on. Free 99 for you to attend at the um, Anaheim Garden Walk, STC Garden Walk. And not too far away as well is staying in Orange County. Now, again, please, if you've got stuff going on elsewhere throughout the Southland, I really want to hear about that. So slide into the DMs at Nick Polyokinier this weekend, but Nick on Instagram. Uh, that is how I was able to find out about untold the mostly true stories of uh well mostly true stories the show that i'll be actually at tomorrow night the 19th um and we had a giveaway for that one but um yeah if you've got things going on in your backyard please do reach out because i'd love to be able to feature them here on this weekend with nick and tell folks around the southland so they can make plans for their weekend and get out and enjoy things that you know are the best things in your own backyard so last thing that's free 99 and last call for um, this episode of this weekend with nick Polyokini is Wilderness Access Day at uh, Saddleback Wilderness in Orange County. So this is put on by um, OC Parks and Rec, but specifically OC Parks, happening on Saturday, uh, the 20th, this Saturday from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m. And that's going to be in Silverado, uh, Black Star Canyon, actually. So uh, 13 so four threes in a row, Black Star Canyon Road. Uh, again, you can get the details and all the normal places, and I'll cover that in just a second. But um, access is first come, first serve until park capacity is reached. No registration is required. Equestrians, while space is not guaranteed, uh, you are encouraged to contact uh, OC Parks ahead of time if you want to bring your horse in. But you get to explore the 3.3 miles of new trails at Saddleback Wilderness, part of OC Parks Irvine Ranch Open Space. Through this self-guided tour opportunity, designated trails will be open with self-guided hiking, biking, and equestrian use. There are multiple trail loop options, which vary in distance and level of difficulty. Choices range from an easy one-mile loop to uh, multiple figure eight configurations for those looking to maximize their mileage. Anyway, it's a great opportunity for you to get out and enjoy. Um, it is in you know Silverado, California, which is orange, um, but. 
it is something worth checking out. Again, you can learn about this and everything else I've covered here on this episode of This Week of a Nick Pagliocchini, the podcast, by visiting me on social media. Nick Pagliocchini, This Week of a Nick on Instagram. Those are the easiest places to find me. Also, thisweekendwithnick.com is a home of the podcast. Also, you can check out the show notes to find out more details. I hope that you have an amazing weekend. I look forward to seeing you out and about the Southland this weekend. Let's go and Nick is on He'll tell us all what we're in this weekend Let's go and Nick is on This weekend is up to you